All right, good afternoon, everyone. You are now tuned into Aftershot. I'm your host, Meeks, and you're listening to the dopest podcast in the Central Valley. Yes. Today, I got B. Majin with me. Hello, B. Majin. What's up, Meeks? How's your day going? You know, just got off work. <clears throat> Shot over here. Thankfully, like, I'm, I live in Stockton, so it's like a super close drive. Hopefully, it's picking up. Is it picking up? Yeah, yeah you're good. Chilling? <sighs> Thirsty out here, you know what I mean? Just no, getting my, like staying hydrated. Staying hydrated. So I'm really excited to bring you on because you're a man of many talents. You're an on-air talent. You produce music. You make your own merch. Do it all. So try, I know try. recently you came out with um, A Machine, then B Machine, right? Yes. So I wanted to ask you, what inspired you to name the title? Is there someone that also worked with you on it? So yeah, the purpose behind the album itself, <clears throat> I've been working on the album for the past two years. And I... Well, actually, it's been three because I started working on it when my dad got Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was very motivated to just write and just put a body of work together for my dad because my dad came to this country. My parents are from Portugal and my padrinos are from Mexico. So to me, I'm very in my roots as far as like where my family comes from, what they've been through as immigrants to be here and just work. So the moment that my dad started getting sick with Alzheimer's and dementia, like he started forgetting things. And he was a poet. Like, to begin everything, like, he wrote, but he couldn't speak English. You know what I mean? So when he came over here, he was, like, working on a dairy and, like, milking cows, you know, just doing, yeah. like, grunt work. But he was very talented with his pen. And the moment, it was like I hit a pivotal point in my life where I saw my dad not able to pick up his pen anymore. You know, just because he was physically, mentally, like, not able anymore. And at that point, I was like, all right, well, I have to do something. You know what I mean? Like, I, if my dad physically can't even pick up the pen then I got to do, I have to make music. I have to like, at least try to write poetry and see what I could do with it. So A, imagine, then B, imagine came up because my dad's name is Arturo Magina and then it's me, B, Magin, Brian Magina. So I like, I had this idea like from a long time ago. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, well, like how, how can I embody my dad in a full length album? You know, because I didn't want to just put like an EP out. Right. I wanted to switch it up because I feel like we obviously live in times where music's very fast. There's a it lot is. to it. It's a very uh, short songs. Short songs. Like people take things and kind of just forget about them quick. Mm -hmm. So I really was like, you know what? This is for my father. Like he passed away. Like I have to do everything that I have to do to just put a piece of something together to embody him and embody who I am as a person. So yeah, I came up with A Imagine, then B Imagine. So and that's why I have like two dots over my on my yeah. name. I was trying to figure out if it was a wordplay or if it was just short for your name. Yeah. Yeah. So now it makes sense. So it's A Imagine and B Imagine. That's what my camera guy and I were. Trying <laughs> He's to like, out what does that here. say? A lot of people, I I, I realize like, there's heck of people that look at it for face value. Mm -hmm. It's like um A Magin then B Magin. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like you just look at it. That's what you read. And I, I have no, I get it. You know, there's, mm -hmm. for me, it's like my dad before he died, he always ingrained the idea of like thinking deep behind things there's always something you always look at something for face value but you can't judge someone based on their color based on what they're wearing based on how they talk because that doesn't mean anything at, at the end of the day it's like you can do that but who are you to like know what they've been through or whatever so for me what right when you look at my name you can say be magging i've heard everything you know what i mean i've heard be machine be like all this but like it's be like all my homies call me be machine that's like if i hear machine i turn around oh what's that you know i, I already know that that's like a homie but like if someone calls me B Imagine, it means like they just came across my music and they're like, they're interested in like, to me, that's like, there's two, you always have to simplify things, right? Because we live in a society where people are very, 
I don't want to say they're dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that they're dumb or anything, but like they need everything kind of handed to them right. at times. So um, yeah, so that's how I came up with yeah with the name. So you said you've been working on this for two years. I noticed the first thing you dropped on SoundCloud was Venga Venga. Venga Venga. And that was the first song I heard Benga, from you. Benga. And I was like, okay. Benga. And I really admire that you try and stick with your roots and integrate the uh, Portuguese language into what you do. And I really admire that. It's always exactly. important to remember where you came from. But it's not where you came from, it's about where you're headed. Exactly. Like, all that. Like, that's dope that you came across Benga Benga. Yeah. Every time. That was the first one. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I have uh, that one like my homie shout out to Chanto. Yeah, Chanto produced that in uh, I want to say 2016 uh, October. I very remember. I remember the session because like right when he produced the beat, I was like, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> like just the beat itself and the way we came up with the hook and everything. And I still remember like the people that have supported me from the beginning. My homies, uh, Plural Music. Those guys have always like seen my vision and they've always been been around. You know what I mean? Seeing it. I still remember some of the homies were like, bro. We, they heard it, you know what I mean? Because it was just like a rough cut of yeah. like Benga Benga. And they're like, hey, B, what is that, bro? It was popping. You know what I mean? Then when we finished up the song, they're like, Benga Benga. Nah, nah, nah. And like, they couldn't even, they didn't know what I was saying, but that, it was just like the idea behind it, you know? Yeah. I love that song. So, Plural Music, how did you link up with them? That was, I um, I graduated from UOP in 2015. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was, to me, I'm first generation, right? So, okay. like, my siblings, I have four brothers, two sisters. And I'm the youngest one, the baby out of everybody. And going to school, going to college was never like something that was like, my parents came here when, you know what I mean? Right. My parents went to middle school, dropped out, worked. Like that's all they did. Couldn't even speak the language, you know? So like yeah. that's all they, they could do was just work. And to me is like, I always pushed myself in high school. I ended up getting like a 3.9 in high school, played sports, you know what I mean? Played soccer all my life. Uh, football, we, we say football in my language. Because <laughs> you play with your feet, right? Yeah. But I... I realized that like I needed to like further my education. So I'm from Galt originally, right? A little small town. And I wanted to get the hell out of Galt. Like that was my purpose. I was like, I need to get out of Galt. How do I get out of Galt? It's by furthering my education. So I had a 3.9, took like honors classes, AVID, you know what I mean? Like all the classes to get out. And I, I, had, I wanted to get out of Galt to a point where I was like, I need out just of here. But I wanted to go to like LA. I wanted to, you know what I mean? I really, really See wanted to get out. out there, yeah. And then, UOP kind of came about, and I liked it. I was like, bro, Stockton, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because, like, everybody's got this, like, stigma and this idea. Predisposition of what Stockton is. Yeah, most yeah. everybody does. Because <laughs> you look, once again, it's the face value thing. You hear it, and you think of Stockton. What does that rhyme with? Compton. You know what I mean? <laughs> so people put this, yeah. like, oh, damn, that's hood over there. Yeah, and shootings and whatnot, obviously. Like, that's what we're known for over here. But, like, I moved over here seven years ago, and when I went to UOP, I realized that UOP is its own little bubble, too. You feel me? Like Super people, different environment than Stockton itself. It's rich. <laughs> yeah. There's money there. And, and it's so crazy to me because, like, I look at it as, like, yo, like, UOP has a lot of, you know what I mean? It's an institution. It's a private four-year college. And I got placed, little kid from God just got thrown in there. And it's a little school, too. It has a little, like, town mentality in, mm -hmm. in and of itself. So me being at UOP, I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to be cool with everybody, you know what I mean? Whatever. And then I... To travel two blocks out and realize people getting shot and you know what I mean yeah. like it's it's crazy and I was like yo like this is this is insane I took a step back I finished my education you know what I mean I put my head down and I got my degree so I like yeah congratulations on your degree what did you major in I got so I self-designed my degree in music management and communication okay I like that so like, self delve, <laughs> delve, delve I like that it. a lot so I know that you've got 
You and Cheryl and Padre had a collaboration. Cheryl, yes. Sap, Cheryl and Padre. So tell me about working with Cheryl. So Sap, um, I hope this is picking up. I feel like I've been talking no, this way. No, you're picking okay. up just <laughs> We have to start this thing over. Um, so Sap, she, um, when we, I first met Cheryl, this was probably, I met her at like an event, like super randomly. When I looked her up, and I was like, yo, what? You know what I mean? Her Eesh. numbers were stupid. I found her on Tumblr back then. You're a real fan. You're, you're <laughs> like from the, the, the very, yeah. very, very beginning. And I was like, oh, she's from my town. That's cool. Sap, like, went, like in and obviously Distant Romance is like how I came across yeah, her. Yeah, that song. And um, yeah, like Sap has always been, to me, it's like she's very, she, she rides the wave. You know what I mean? Like she is such a talented musician. And she is one of, she's got, as far as female R&B in Stockton, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't really There's like. There's not a lot of people that do that, and she's the one who's already been doing it for a year. She's done it over yeah. ten. What is it? Ten years now. Yeah, almost so, ten years. Yeah, me and Sap have always we've developed a relationship like that. Her Love Me EP, mm -hmm. she recorded that at my house. So like, that right there was a huge like. That was one of my first projects that I kind of like helped in. You know what I mean? I provided my space, my my, my room at the time. We were in the basement recording. And you that. master and mix and all of that. No, we actually like had uh, the homie Goodface that was like helping out with that. Okay. Um, uh, what, who else was there? So we had Goodface there. We had, um, bro, why am I forgetting his name right now? It's, uh, it's going to come back and we're going to mention. <laughs> but, like, he, um, everybody that was, like, a part of it was super just organic. We were in the room just, like, making it. She was strumming her guitar. You know, she's a true musician. So, um, yeah, so she ended up recording it there, getting it all um, mixed and mastered, and then putting it out. And then I was like, I'm the only feature on the whole project, which is Yeah, I noticed lit. that you were the only feature on there, too. <laughs> so I noticed on your album, you don't have too many features as well. You keep it all just you. Zero. And is yeah. there a reasoning behind that? Um, I'm trying to think. So I wanted to, I had like all my other projects, so I put out like, let's see, I put out Undecided, which is like my first one. My second one was Seven Billion. My third one was Diverse. Fourth one, Evenly Educated. And then this one, I always had features on those. You know what I mean? People like hopping on. And my homegirl, Kat, um, shout out Katrina one time. She like told me, she's like, B, like, look at what you've done and how you've been able to impact people through your music. This next project, who's it dedicated for? So she she's the type of person that she asked me the right questions. It's all quality where she's like, you know what I mean? She don't take no BS. She's just like, who's this project for? And I was like, well, it's for, like, for my dad, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She's like, focus on that make this about you and your dad you know what i mean like hold it to, hold it to yourself so the moment she told me that i was like yo like all right this game like i got i have to do this no features i didn't think i would put out 17 songs and a bonus track with no features you know what i mean <laughs> i didn't think like by the end of it but like i music just got kept getting made like i was working with my homie sp at first we created probably like i want to say like eight uh, eight songs at the beginning and then i was like, all right i'm just gonna do like 10 songs and then i linked up with sound appeal my brothers. Like, so SP, is that Eric or is that Saul? So SP is actually, he's part of Plural. He, okay. was, he was a plot, part of Plural. Because there was an SP time. in Santa Fe. I was like, I don't know if he uh, produced your flights, <laughs> not flights, really. Or, no, yeah. that was, so that's the homie SP. He's out of, um, I think it's uh, Hayward, is where he lives now. Okay. And he ended up producing like the first half. So Vida, like, I, what I did was like, I, I had all these records like with him that were done. And then the moment I hooked up with Sound Appeal, shout out my brothers, Ofa Show. J Digital, and I got to give a huge shout out to Carlos Bryant, just because if it wasn't for Carlos, I wouldn't have met these dudes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Carlos hit me up one time. He was in the studio, and he's like, "B, he said, hey dog, what you doing?" It was like a Sunday night. 
And I was like, oh, bro, like, I'm over here at my sister's house in golf, just, like, chilling. He's like, bro, I'm, he's like, I'm at the studio right now, pull up. And I was like, where you at? He's like, oh, my sound appeal over here in Stockton. And, like, I'd always, like, saw what Dex, what, you know what I mean, what they were doing with sound appeal as, like, a brand and, like, how they were making music. And I was like, my goal was always from when I was at UOP, from back when I started making music, I was like, I need to get in with them. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I need to, like, collaborate with these guys because these are, like, if you think of Stockton hip-hop, of sound appeal you, you know what I mean like yeah. it's, it speaks for itself <laughs> I, at that point it's like you gotta give respect and credit where it's due because Ofa Show and, and J Digital are just quality you know what I mean you step in the studio and it's like oh let's get to work let's get, get to work yeah I've been in there when they're in the they're masterminds they, they've got it down they packed. get it they get it yeah. Meeks and like the moment Carlos hit me I said hey B he's like pull up bro and I was like alright I went in there kind of shook hands like man I think uh, uh, Jay was in there at the time and then I saw O at a party, like a, uh, it was like a kickback um, a couple times. And I was like, bro, we need a link. We need a link. So I started working with them, I think it was May of 2018. So it's about to come into a year when I started working with them. Mm-hmm. And we just started creating records, creating records. And I was like, these are going to my album. <laughs> There's no way. You know what I mean? There's no way I'm not working with these All dudes. Right. So I, I have three producers on the whole album. And it's um, SP, O for Show, and J Digital. Shout out Sound of Peel. Sound of Peel, <laughs> bro. So I know since that album came out, are we going to be seeing any music videos from that one? Of course. That's Meeks. To me, it's like, I get, I'm the type of person, type of artist where, I don't want to say I get overwhelmed, but I do. <laughs> you no, know what I, I mean? I like, feel it's just that like, so much. I like, I put out so much, like all this music at one time that it's like, and I had a bunch of people, my homies, like, would hit me up, be like, B, what the hell, bro? Where's the music at? You've been like, you know what I mean? Kind of like putting it, like, I would like put some stuff out, but not nothing like on a professional okay. level. And, the moment that I, like, put this out, it was just a bunch. It was just, like, I, I, well, I kind of sprinkled it out during the beginning of the year, and then now it's, like, all out. It's been out since March 19th, so it's, like, two weeks. And now I'm at a point where it's, like, all right, I got to figure out which songs to do visuals for, you know? Because, like, there's always going to be, you think of the best albums ever, ever. There's always going to be those three records that pop, that, that just stand out, that you resonate more with, because mm-hmm. that's, that's the ear, you know what I mean? Like, that's just music. That's how it speaks. So for me, I'm trying to, still trying to like, because I'm obviously favoriting like a lot of it. I want to like figure out which ones. I'm, for sure, Vida, we're working on that in Sacramento with my brother. Okay. He's like filming that one. I'm going to do Pa Frente, which is produced by Jay. And then This Is That by um, Ofa Show. Okay, I'm those looking three, forward to the visuals three. for those. Because I know it's been a while since you've dropped a music video. Yes. Since it's been like a, maybe a year, I want to say. No, I've dropped Benga Benga. But nobody knows about that one because I didn't really push it. Oh, I just kind of like, just put it out. You know what I mean? I just put it. So I know um, when I used to go to Cast Iron, I'd see you there. Yes. And you used to always be with Destiny Rogers. Tell me about Whoa, working with Destiny. Oh, Destiny <laughs> Rogers. Hey, shout out Lodi one time, man. What's up with Lodi? <laughs> My guy. So uh, Destiny, I met her at UOP. Shout out to Kat. Kat was the, like, she put on this event. Cheryl actually was the one that went to the event, brought me along with her. It's cool, you know. To me, all it's the like, connections. It's connections. That's what's most important: is who you know, because that's gonna get you to where you want to be. Exactly, and you. I think in this business, this is a business, right? At the end of it all, people want to make money. People want to feed their family, making music. And I have been very blessed to treat people the the way that you know what I mean. That my dad would have treated them. You know what I mean? On in a family aspect, respect always respect. But the moment someone kind of starts moving different. You give space. You know what I mean? You kind of just like, you formulate it, you give them space, you let them figure out their life because everybody goes through things. And 
the moment that Kat hit up uh, Cheryl, Cheryl was like, um, she was like, yeah, we'll pull up. We'll go perform, whatever. So Kat's a mastermind. You know what I mean? She's the type of, she does uh, the arts and entertainment program for UOP. Yeah. About to graduate. She has this mindset of like, all right, I see talent, but I need to, I need to get the right people. So Kat ended up meeting Destiny, getting Destiny come perform. It's at the lair. It's at, over there at UOP. Pull up. And then Destiny and her mom are sitting right there. And to me, this is a very prominent moment in my career. Like, just, you know what I mean? Just meeting her. Because, right. like, she has turned into one of my great friends. Someone that, you know what I mean? Like, I can confide in. I can trust. And I ended up sitting there. And, like, I saw her mom right there. I introduced myself. I was like, oh, what's up? I go by B. And then they're like, oh, yeah. And I asked them where they're from. She said, oh, we're from Lodi. And I was like, wow, I'm from golf. And they're like, what? Like, and then her mom was actually went to high school and knew my brother. So, like. Small world. Yeah, Very yeah. small world. It was on some crazy <laughs> stuff. So, then after that. Uh, we kind of got to know each other, and then I, I was, like, always, like, kicking it, you know what I mean, here and there with Destiny, with Kat, with Cheryl, and then Destiny obviously just kept moving. And I, to me, Destiny's the type of artist where she is, she's going to be a superstar. You know, like, when you when you say, oh, you're going to be a star, but you're going to be a star. Destiny has the right mentality, first and foremost. She's from a small town, so she has to represent that small town, and she comes from humble roots, but now she's working with some of the bigger you know what I mean artists in the game producers like she's gonna be she's out of, she's already out of here she yeah. lives in LA you know <laughs> but like she's truthfully worldwide she's going to be yeah. what I admire about you is you're so very well spoken and you can see that in your music as well thank you I appreciate that and it's that. very important to articulate correctly and know the right things to say because not a lot of people will understand what you say sometimes yeah like you said you got we got mumble rap down. you know what I mean <laughs> exactly. so like, like you like, are like complete opposite from mumble rap i appreciate that meeks for real that means you've listened you know what i mean like that means a lot to me yeah and besides from making music i know you also are on air talent so tell me about your experience working with kwin kwin all right so see i'm glad to me it's like i i i want to be able to collaborate with the right people right so an interview like this i did one in sacramento a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. I seen that on your story, actually. That was lit. I'm always, I'm very, like, I go on tangents, right? I'll think of, like, I'm going to answer your question, you know what I mean? But I'm, like, always, like, very passionate with, like, because you've done your research, you know what I mean? Like, you understand what it takes to be in your position, you know what I mean, as an interviewer. So, like, I'm grateful, you know what I mean? I'm I'm glad you've, like, wrote everything down and you're professional. Like, I just want to be around people who are professional, take this serious, and know where, you know what I mean, what they want and how to get to where they want. So, Kaywin... I started as an intern at Kwin, so we're talking free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I went in there for six months, two times a week, not working, not doing anything. Not no 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 hell no, doing a lot. You know yeah, what I mean? Doing like a lot, really, but not getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, but I wasn't getting paid. So like, but the cool thing was is like I was a senior at UOP, and it was for school credit. So it wasn't like I was just not doing it. Right. So I went in there twice a week, and then um, I was learning everything from sales to content, to um, the promotions team, the people that were washing the vans, um, you know what I mean, driving the vans around, promoting the, the, the brand. So there's like a, a bunch of different branches within K-Win itself, right? Because you think of K-Win, but then you've got Cat Country, you've got K-Hop, you've got K-Joy, you've got The Hawk. There's All the stations that Cumulus runs. Right? Exactly. So Cumulus is the big umbrella, and then you got the five um, ones underneath it. So K-Win's one of those. But my goal was always to get on K-Win. You know what I mean? I was like, nah, like I came up listening to Amanda King, Oh, Carmen prank calls, I can't stand those. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I, can't, mm, I can't stand those. So like, but I mean, it's a part of it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a part of the gang. So like, I interned, and from interning, I 
wanted like a job. I was like, I don't care. Give me something. I ain't tripping. Pay me whatever. It's, it's, just get me in here. So I ended up getting on the promo team. And from there, I was doing everything, you know what I mean, that no one wants to do. <laughs> Washing the vans, making sure the office is clean, making sure we, our storage units are up to date and we have all the supplies that we need, whether it's pins, uh, flyers, you know what I mean, doing all the promo stuff. What was cool about that is like I got to learn what a business is from the, the very, very low, right? Like you, as, as someone who wants to get involved in anything, people are like, oh, I want to talk on the radio. It's like, whoa, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't just go in there and get on the mic and talk. That's not, you need to know every level that there is to that organization. And I'm glad that I started on the promo team because at that point I was able to, um, I was able to see like what the work is. And I was like, oh man, like I ain't even getting paid that much, but I got to do this. It's like, bruh. But then I, I started seeing the reward in it. I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, the youth want to be, well, they want to check off top. They're like, hey bruh, where's my check? That's all they hear in the songs, money this, money that. Where, this, where's know? my money? Where's <laughs> my money at? And it's like, I get it. Everybody wants to feed their family. Everybody wants... Bro, have I been blocking? Oh, my God. I've been blocked by this all the time. What's up with live? How y'all doing? Um, so, I I was like, all right, how do I get more involved with K-Wing? And, like, I started in the promo thing. It was part-time. And then I kept going. And then I, started, I met Jiggy. Jiggy has been a mentor in my life. Someone that I can com also, like, trust because, and he's seen how I've moved, you know what I mean? From being an intern at K-Win, he had, and in his phone, he had me as, uh, what was it, B-K-Win. <laughs> no, no, it was B-Intern, like for the longest, for the longest. And he always made fun of me for it. He's like, yeah, you're still intern, dog. <laughs> I was like, bro, like, to me, it's those moments that these kids and, like, everybody wants to skip out on. They're just like, nah, like, get me to the top. Get me to the radio. Let me talk on the radio. Nah, bro, like, you have to really grind out. I did that, you got to think. Six months of interning, so that was just twice a week, free, no money. A year and a half of promo team. I did that for a year and a half, but at the same time, I was making music. I was like, you know what I mean? I was connecting still myself. Still on your grind. Still on my grind, yeah. still doing all that, still staying busy. From there, I told Jiggy, I was like, Jiggy, I need to get on air, bro. How do I get on air? What do I have to do? He's like, all right, B, well, shoot. He's like, you just did that. You know what I mean? Now we got a whole <laughs> other process. Now you got to learn the computer. Now you got to learn how the, the mics work. You got to learn all these levels back here and what they mean. You got to learn the board. He's all right, come in. You're going to come in um, every, let's see, Friday, Saturday night from midnight to six in the morning. And you're going to record, you're going to voice track, which means you're going to pre-record your show. And the moment that, because none of it went on air, you know what I mean? It was like probably like two weeks of like just practicing. Mm -hmm. And then finally he's like, all right, bro, you're going to go, uh, you're going to go, your voice is going to be on the radio at midnight starting tomorrow. And I was like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like finally. Yeah. But like every moment that I was able to share and like, I worked in, like, I saw every little piece. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, damn. Like, I'm finally, like, I was so excited. So after that, finally when I got on the radio, I was on at midnight. But, like, I came to a point. It was probably, like, I did that for eight months, right? Midnight to six in the morning. And obviously I'd get sick, you know what I mean? Like, getting out and coming in and out. But, like, it was those steps that I was, like, taking. I was like, ooh, I know this is going to go somewhere. So finally, after about eight months, uh, uh, Dupree, who was doing Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., he, he, like, ended up leaving, and Jiggy tapped on me. He's like, hey, B, we have a show, bro, Saturdays. You want to pop in? And you're going to go live, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be on the mic, like, going. Let's go, bro. Let's go. I'm ready for this. So that was my first, like, kind of debut on the radio. And ever since then, I've been doing that since, I want to say, February of 2017. I started. So, yeah. 
So you really started your way from the bottom all the way to the top. You, got, <laughs> like, like, yeah. you had this goal, and you weren't going to stop until you got there. I was like, I have to do this. There ain't no, you know what I mean? There ain't no turning back. Like, K-Win is such a prominent brand within our community. Mm-hmm. We grew up with it. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to say, like, 25 years old, you know? Like, it's it's been around so long. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Gaul, and, like, we still got the radio. We still got the frequency. So that's what I grew up on. I was like, okay, that's what's going on. That's what's popping. Like, how do I get there? But how do I get on the radio? Like, what's, uh, give me that. You know what I mean? I was, I was super, like, passionate for it. And I've been so blessed to have Jiggy, Amanda King, Jeff Bayani, the people that work at K-Win, everybody, for the whole on-air staff, you know what I mean? They have all been a support to team, and, like, they all push you to be like, nah, like, you have bad days? Yeah, it's cool. Like, that's what's dope about it. It's you like know? a family. It's a family, and, like, but everybody hustling, too, because yeah. you don't... I'm going to be real. I have to be real. You don't get that much money doing this. Mm-hmm. Especially me. I'm not, like, full-time. I don't get benefits. You know what I mean? So, like, and that's just me being real. Like, I, I but look at, and I always tell this, because, like, I substitute teach for, like, the community and stuff. And these kids always ask me, they're like, B, like, what's up? Who you balling, huh? You on the radio. What's up? What's up? This and that. And I'm like, bro, to be honest, like, nah. You know, no, but, but. How much does someone pay? I met Mozzie probably, like, six months ago, right? Right. How much is some is someone paying to meet Mozzie VIP? Like over a hundred bucks, I want to say. Around there. Yeah. You're a hundred, probably like two hundred, whatever. Especially YG there, shoot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're paying like three hundred at that point. Right. And I realized that it's moments like that. I, I met Mozzie for free. Right. Like, like you, you. The little. What do they say? The like. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word too. It's like um, the little incentives. Incentive. The incentive. incentive. There we go. Yes. I was gonna. You know, Benefits, yeah, incentive. So, like, people don't see the incentive. This is an incentive. Y'all in here, you know what I mean, working. This is work. This is, you put this on your portfolio, you keep this forever, and the incentive is who going to pay for this? You know what I mean? How how much would you have paid if you rented out a studio and had to do exactly. it there? Exactly, a lot. <laughs> a lot. And, like, the incentive is you get here, you get this footage, you keep this forever, and you learn from it. You know what I mean? You study it. And that's why, for me, it was like, I, I'm not getting paid that much, but, yo, I just met Mozzie. You know what I mean? I met through K-Win, through Jiggy, through everybody at K-Win. I've been able to meet T Grizzly, S-O-B-R-B-E. I've met, uh, I've seen Snoop Dogg live. I've seen Kevin Hart live. I've seen, I've met Camila Cabello, her fine self. You know what I mean? Like, I, to me, it's these stars. Like, people that I would have never thought I'd meet. But it's because of radio. Like, hands down. Oh, oh man. Hands down. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me today in the studio. It was such a pleasure having you. If anyone wants to find you, where can we find you on social media? Social media-wise, uh, it's B-M-A-G-I-N, B-Majin. There's no J in there. It's just B-M-A-G-I-N. And, um, yeah, you can find... I, the good thing is, like, I just... So I released an album, and I released it through Empire. So Empire is one of the biggest independent, independent distributors in the world. And uh, so pl- through Plural Music... We talk about umbrellas, right? So you think of like the big umbrella is Empire. Underneath Empire is Plural. And those are the homies I've known since college. And then I'm like signed, I signed with Empire. So I think there's a huge difference. People get it like misconstrued. Signing to someone and signing with someone. I'm partnered with them. You feel me? So like I'm on an 80-20 deal. It's love, you know what I mean? Like they push, but they get to put my music everywhere. So they put it on Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff. So all you have to do, B-M-A-G-I-N, and yeah, it's big love, like big love. Well, I'm so glad I got to speak with you today. Thank you for tuning in to Aftershot. We'll see you soon. See you soon.